You are listening to the sermons of Mission Hills United Methodist Church. We are a reconciling congregation in San Diego, California, who believes in loving God by loving all, connecting faith and community through worship and serving others. To find out more about our worship community, visit us at our website at missionhillsumc.org. Thanks for listening. Today's scripture comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man named Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But Mary was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of God's ancestor, David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, how can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The word of God for God's people. Thanks be to God. Vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation, creativity, and change. To create is to make something that has never existed before. There's nothing more vulnerable than that. Brene Brown. What feelings come to mind when you think of vulnerability? When I think about the story we just read, Mary finding out she was pregnant, I think of the vulnerability of pregnancy as a whole. While I've never been pregnant myself, I've journeyed with many who have gone through that experience. And wow, scary, heartbreaking, beautiful, challenging. These are some of the words that come to my mind. There's a certain point in one's pregnancy where they must decide when the right time is to start telling people that they indeed are pregnant. 
Some say that should happen around 13 weeks at the end of the first trimester. Some wait longer, some tell people sooner, some do a combination of both. But no matter when that announcement takes place, there's always a fear that it's a little too soon. It puts the one who is pregnant in a difficult spot because they are sharing this announcement prematurely while the baby has not yet been born. In addition, there's also the whole growing a human in one's body, and that is incredibly vulnerable as well. The one who is pregnant, their body has decided to share space with another thing, a clump of cells, and those cells will grow and grow and grow alongside the one who is pregnant for an extended period of time until one day, if it makes it to term, it becomes time for that growing thing to leave the body as a baby. You may have noticed me using language to describe pregnancy that is unusual or perhaps not entirely specific. I use this language because just like the biological process of carrying a child, pregnancy as a whole is an expansive subject. I use phrases like the one who is pregnant because not all people who are pregnant are women. In the same fashion, not all pregnancies are carried to term, either by choice or due to a miscarriage. Not all people want to become pregnant and some aren't able to. Some people who do choose to get pregnant have a partner and some do it by themselves. Some have supportive family and some need to find support elsewhere. Some are financially privileged, having no worries about the cost of having a child. And others are barely scraping by even before a child is born. Some feel joyful about being pregnant, and others do not. There are a lot of factors. There is a lot of diversity in the pregnancy narrative, and so much that is out of our control, which is often where vulnerability begins, with a loss of control. Like any loss, we grieve it. We grieve what our life used to be with that control in it, how it felt, what it enabled us to do, the freedom it gave us. And so, vulnerability as a loss of control, it's often a place of grief for us. Do you enjoy being in control? What do you think has framed that narrative for you? What experiences have led you to feel the way you do about control and vulnerability and your comfort within it? Our scripture in Luke today begins with an example and shows us this example in the Advent season of vulnerability as a loss of control. The story begins with an angel named Gabriel showing up to speak with Mary. Gabriel gives Mary the strange greeting, calling her favored one, which indicates some sort of status. 
And Mary is immediately thrown off by this, perhaps because she simply was not a girl of status. Confused, the angel then told Mary not to be afraid, which is never a good way to lead into scary news, right? You are pregnant, and this baby will be the son of God, the angel exclaims. My mind floats to the scene in, in a movie where a doctor shares the news of a pregnancy excitedly, while the one who is pregnant is in shock and confused, and they're not nearly as excited about the news as the doctor had thought. Mary, who is a virgin, wonders aloud how that could have happened. And the angel does his best to give her more information. He also tells her that on top of it, hey, your relative Elizabeth will also be pregnant, even though she's past the age of childbearing. Mary, I would imagine, still in a state of shock, essentially said, okay, if this is what God is saying, then I have no choice but to follow it, right? Here I am, Lord, Mary says. Let it be with me according to your word. Now we spoke already about the factors in pregnancy, the loss of control and the vulnerability, and we see that illustrated with Mary too. The shock, the wonder, the surprise, the questions, the grief, and maybe even shame. These were all surely radiating through Mary's body, a teenage, unwed mother-to-be. How would her family react? Joseph? His family? Mary was being invited to be vulnerable like she's never been before, opening herself up to wonder, which ultimately begins with vulnerability. Today we lit the hope candle, the first of our Advent candles, and so we must ask, where is the hope in this story? If we put ourselves in the position of Mary, she's given this news very suddenly and seemingly out of the blue. Mary doesn't have all the answers she wants, and she has very little information in general. To be in her position is certainly a vulnerable one. And it's also a position that requires a hope. A hope that there is something good for her here. It's a hope that something bigger than herself is happening. It's a hope that God is with her. We light the hope candle with those same ideas in mind. That God is among us, not just in times that are good, but also in times that are challenging, heartbreaking, terrifying, and confusing. That while we don't know all the answers, there is something to look forward to out there. This Advent in particular, there is much out of our control. We are safer in our homes, not knowing when we'll be able to leave again. 
when we'll be able to see the smiles of our friends again, unsure of what the next year looks like. We grieve the pause of in-person church services, of family dinners, of maskless trips to Costco. We have lost control. We are vulnerable more than ever. Like a pregnant teenage mother-to-be, we are in need of some hope. We need to know that something bigger than ourselves is out there, guiding us and journeying with us. What is one thing that gives you hope in this season? The angel Gabriel told Mary that nothing would be impossible without God, offering Mary a message of hope at the time that she needed it the most. And Mary replied, still unsure of most of her circumstances, assured by the hope of God. She replied, here I am, Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. As we move from this time into this Advent season, may we carry Mary's story with us, a story of deep vulnerability, a story of loss, and a story of hope. May we, too, expand the themes of this season of change, acknowledging the pain and resting in the assurance of God's hope for us. Let us pray. God of hope, we thank you for the gift of Mary, who, like us, encountered moments of surprise, unexpected news, unanswered questions. In this season of our lives, inspire us to remain hopeful, seeing the gift of vulnerability and the possibilities you spring forth. From it. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon. Be sure to follow us on our social medias and check out our website for more information on what goes on in this faith community. Have a wonderful day and know that you are loved.